Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Was crack lacking? Yes, curls cascading. I just noticed your curls was out. Don't cut your hair. Sorry, I'm immediately coming in with the bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> so much just happened. Your curls are cascading. You see them? Don't go and cut your hair. It is the worst. It's you know that's when my life completely started falling apart when I cut my hair. No, your life started was- to completely fall apart when you got pregnant unplanned. damn actually that's when your life started that's when you were like whoa level up level up level up level up and you just flourished and then you were like hair what the fuck is hair fuck don't try to cover up what you said good job though but i tried good job by me (laughs) (laughs) well um awkward how you got any updates i like Um, this brown lip shanti's serving brown lips today y'all 90s 90s Bay. I also, just before you go into your updates, I just was cracking up. I don't remember who'd said it, but somebody commented when I posted the little, um, the clip 
of your makeup tutorial and they were like, I love how she's listening to you, but she's not doing anything you said. Because I was like, make a triangle. And you were like, okay, straight made a line. And I was like, why? You make a triangle. In the clip, you were just like, okay. And you oh. had like these dabs. <laughs> and it was like, she's I've not doing. I've been making doing... triangles ever since then. Okay. Looks good. I just so. don't think I have the right foundation now. It's 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 a journey, this makeup thing. I was like, fuck this shit. Everything's a journey. Today. Everything's a journey. What the fuck? Child. It's exhausting. Can somebody t- pick me up and take me? Is there public transportation on this journey? <laughs> Is there express train? Right. Let me get on the express. Ciao. Is everything okay in your house? I just, oh. <laughs> I just slobbered on myself. Drool. All right, come on. Just just give me your updates. I don't know. My house is in shambles. Speak- <laughs> Speaking of 90s, I don't actually know when it came out. I think The Color Purple came out in the 80s, the late 80s. I have been rereading The Color Purple. I think I read it when I was like 13 Sorry. or like 12, some young age where you shouldn't be. Who are you trying to impress? Rereading the color purple. I did. I went through a wow. state as a young child at ten years old, homeschooling, aka wandering around by myself. I would go to the library and I'd be like, I library. Need to read the classics. Don't sit here and brag about how you read a book and I say <laughs> library. I refuse. I won't have it. Nobody says library, Antoinette. I do. Library, bitch. Reel it in. This year we're gonna be better. Library. Anyway, you should read The Color Purple. It is lit. You should mind it your is business. The, it is the best story. I'm rereading The Coldest Winter Ever. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Announcements <laughs> will come soon. Talking about library. I go to the library and I get um. Well, the, I don't know what I'm reading. Names. How long have you been reading that? That's been like a... Speaking of journey. No, I you started Fly Girl. <laughs> I started Fly Girl and then we switched to the color purple. So now I gotta pick up the color purple. I'm like, Jay, can you pick a fucking hood book? So we're sticking with uh the color purple. That the color purple. <laughs> I mean the coldest the winter purple. ever, which is basically the color purple. So Yeah, it's basically <laughs> the color <laughs> The color purple is basically the coldest winter ever. There's so many similarities. Yes. I, I'm not going to go on about it. And I have this weird thing about Alice Walker that I'm ashamed to share. But I don't really feel any affection towards her. But that is probably the best story ever. It's just the most Isn't she a terrible story. mother? Damn, Gina, I know. Oh, I'm asking. But is she a terrible money, mother? That's what I really, that's another According to Rebecca Walker, she about. is. Compared to what well, compared to her daughter? I said according to her daughter, she is. I mean, if your kid it's like, can your kids really give you? Yeah, like, if if, if your kids are gonna say your parents were terrible, like no, what kids my parents were great. Reviews? But I'm saying if anybody can judge you about your parenting, I feel like it's definitely your kids. This is another episode, but I think it's so interesting that um, Nikki Giovanni. Toni Morrison is probably the only one that's like, yo, I put my kids first all the motherfucking mm-hmm. time. Like, I don't fuck what you heard. But like Nikki Giovanni, 
um, Alice Walker, so many parents, even Audre Lorde, like they don't talk about their kids. It's not a part of who they are very much at all. And Alice Walker was straight like, my kid is actually like a disease. Like I compare my kid to like leprosy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, that's a whole topic. Um, I'm speaking of kids. I'm finally getting in the flow of homeschooling. Bitch, you have been getting into the flow. Talk about a process. A journey. This is a journey. Every week you're finally getting into the flow. (laughs) We just learned how to walk. Because it is a it is a fucking I'm like, haven't you been in the flow for like months? I've been doing it, but it's been no flow, child. But shout out to Khan Academy. Anybody that wants to learn math, science, Khan Academy. Oh, it's free too. Funded by Bill Gates. Might be a conspiracy behind it then. Anything I've been else? working out. Oh. Very I'm good. on my second week of working out. Yes. How many days a week? Three times a week, and I run once. Oh. It's cold to be running. I did good it one for you. Week. Huh? It's cold to be out here running. Good for you. Well, it's not it's not very cold out. And I've also discovered it's been really great for my period sadness. Chef's table. Have you ever heard of Chef's Table? Yeah, I don't watch it. You've never watched it? Oh, my God. The best. I just they get so irritated with you watching all these shows and not finishing The Wire. I got to be honest. I know. I just, I'm I've, like, I'll get around to it. I just don't feel like it right now. But Chef's Table, oh, my God. The way, the storytelling, it's about food, Antoinette, and I ball crying, slobbering, <laughs> so sad, and inspired and then i've been actually getting pretty low watching the tiger woods documentary oh i heard that was good it's good but like also access hollywoody it's like no. mad it's like mad like this hard-working boy he wins everything that the boy? He's on top of the world, and then he's fucking mad bitch. Do you know? Then- you sound, you, that's the voice that you use when we put that man app on you, and you were like, "Yeah." And then, oh, but he no, he talked like this. Oh yeah, you're right. But anyway, it's a little. It's okay. They could have. They could have really like did better. Dug it, they could have done better. They could have done better. But uh, what a sad beautifully talented interesting man and his love of blonde women child (laughs) (laughs) he was fucking so many he's fucking poor blonde women young blonde women old blonde women need to be blonde (laughs) they just need to be blonde because these they weren't even bad they were just like as long (laughs) if they had a blonde like bleach blonde not like naturally blonde no, right. They he had to be like, up. it was like a fantasy, like the done up kind of like, yeah, that was. No, they weren't. They were like. No, I mean like, but just that fantasy. It's. I think he had like a trailer thing too. To yeah, like, they were like yeah. kind of trashy. Yeah. They were kind of trashy. Shout out to all I the blonde tiger. women, the blonde white women <laughs> that listen to this show. Listen to this. How many? <laughs> they out there. You know who you are. <laughs> um, She's like, I would fuck Tiger too. I'd probably let Tiger pop. Would you let a Tiger pop? Absolutely not. 
No. I'll let Tiger pop in his prime, I know not like would. bloated Tiger. Tiger actually reminds me a little bit of Jolie's father. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, a tad. I could see that. Like the way they talk a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> oh, Shanti. The things that I'll turn like, you on. <laughs> I can't. Um, I'm really loving my maxi climber. Not many updates on that. It really gets me going. I enjoy it. My dumbass neighbor tried to tell me it was too loud. And I was like, bitch, this is the qu- quietest machine in the world. So Your she probably told listening you to it was me too right now. Loud. It's like all you, you hear said... is ch, 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 literally. Wow. And I'm like, girl, you just want something to complain about. She racist anyway. She's a um, light skinned Brazilian that hates on Jamaica people. Shout out to her. Wait, I'm serious. Because so no, we had we had these crazy because we had these crazy neighbors. I'm serious. We have these crazy neighbors that were like out in the street. Remember when I was telling y'all that or telling you that they were threatening me? The dude was threatening me because oh, I was yeah. out in the street with the cops, police, whatever, whatever. And so we're sitting there. We're telling our landlord, and like everything's going really well. We're making these really valid points, and then she's just like, "You want to know why they're like that?" Jamaican and I was like (laughs) why did this just why did we just go there (laughs) like what and then like just kept saying like this really racist fucked up shit about Jamaicans and their culture and the more I listen to her the more I'm like you're actually awful and so shout out to to her she's a yoga instructor that chain smokes cigarettes in front of the house shout out to the wellness uh, (laughs) it's so weird to be I'm like what a duality is a thing, but sis, you're dying. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Let her live, because that is duality at <laughs> Yo, But I'm just like, and the dude was cracking me up when he was cursing us out. He was like, that crackheaded bitch, she be out here, it be five degrees out here, she out here smoking like the crackheaded bitch she is. I was like, true. I can't even hate on no one about that. Um, anyway, uh, I'm really missing watching The View in the tub. I have to be honest. I haven't been watching it because Megan McCain is back, and I hate that bitch. Um, and then I also considered cutting my you hair. You watch The View? I watch The View. I'm like a, The View queen. You didn't know that? You don't know me. You watch it on rerun? It's on Hulu. You can get it like wow. 12 hours after it airs. 10 maybe, if you're lucky. Wow. I didn't know. I did not know you watched The View. Oh, yes. I love The View. Do like, you watch The Black Girl View? No, I don't that like that it? very much. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the same. The talk. Asian girl. I hate it. I'm like, y'all really tried it. Y'all really tried it, but you're not fucking with Whoopi and them. Sunny Hostess. Stop. Sunny is a Whoopi's queen. Whoopi's fucking Bob, bitch. Is she still got that Bob? Yeah, and she still be on there like not wearing no bras and irritated as with fuck with this Zoom lessons. delay. She be like... <gasps> You can just see her getting so irritated because there's this audio Zoom delay and they talking over each other. It's been fucked up since the pandemic, but still rocking with the girls. Um, I consider cutting my hair because I just felt like, I was like, oh, all this change is, I feel myself changing. I'm becoming a hot girl. I'm going to cut my hair. <laughs> and then the way people dragged me, I will say more people agree. They were like, yeah, girl, do it. But the people that didn't agree wrote me dissertations. They wrote... Mm-hmm long dms like girl you're about to ruin your fucking life and here's why and i was like wow okay so i won't do that fine but i see how you would do it though no i have to pin it up no it's not gonna look right here like that see 
Oh, you want a short, short, short. short. I was going to do the tapered look, bitch. What you mean? Let me see how you were going to do it. I, I posted it. And your petty self voted no from Around the Way Curls and no from your personal page. (laughs) And no from Sable. I'm like, how many times you going to vote no on this? Uh Uh-uh. I heard you. But my biggest update is that I watched Lovecraft Country. I have many thoughts. Um, Most of them revolve around anger. I just... Mm. Really? So many people told me to watch this show. And I listened. You know, I watched it. A lot of men told me to watch it. And while I was watching it, I was just like, so you mean to tell me that all of these men are telling me to watch this show, right? And Jonathan Majors is giving you the the blueprint on how to fuck someone. And y'all still can't do it? Like, I was so angry. There were so many parts where I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But Jonathan Majors is going to have another sex scene. And I'm, and I'm here to, I will watch 10 hours of this to just get a glimpse of that. Let me tell you something Sh- real wait, quick. Nope. I'm not done, Shanti. I have to get this out. Like, I'm sorry. Unpopular opinion. But when he was fucking that little Korean girl, child, I said, good Lord. When he took his hands placed them under her hips and pulled her towards him. And then in the pornography. put his beautiful left hand over her pelvis Oops, with a thumb probably on her clitoris while thrusting in and out of her mouth Girl, open. I do not remember... <laughs> I'm serious. Mouth open, eyes fully engaged on her, and with his dog. What is it? What are they call chain? Them dog, dog tags. Chain. Just dog child. Just gracefully gliding up and down mm. his chest. Mm. Don't Thrust fucking play with me. I said, Lord, I, the, if. Some woman directed him to do that. I just want you to know that. And She's like, all right, put your left hand that's, over that. That's fine. <laughs> but I said, I have just, I've, I was losing my mind. I was losing my mind. Like, why, why is it hard? He's showing you. Ladies and gentlemen, not, not probably not ladies, but ladies, if you're, listen, if you're strapping Girl, on you and you're doing it, shit on and get it just too. watch what Jonathan Majors is, is, do, it, what he's doing is 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 granting us freedom and joy and life. <laughs> he is everything. I I uh, can I say something? I, I yeah. I'm just like even right now. I can't even function about him. I need you to stop posting about him. No, I'm not. That's yours. About that's him. your guy. I understand. I'm clear. That's your man. You loved him first. I still got Alan, but I'm gonna tell Alan to watch that shit. I'm gonna say, baby. Alan bloated as fuck, man. He can't pump a ball anymore, <laughs> goddamn it, with the speak of a clitoris. Listen, you but know. he got them long ass monkey arms, so you already know what's going on over there. <laughs> Listen, 
I just, I just Isn't am he beautiful? So Not everybody has that physique, like that fucking back, oh, my nigga. His fucking back, It was man. the forearms. It was the shoulders. It was oh. some fucking veiny forearms. His hands are just. Oh, his hands. Oh, his my God. face. But, like his face. But also his face, but also his way of being. Like when he reached out to her and was like, please don't be scared of me. I was like, how could I? Boy, she's like nigga. You don't know what you about to come Boy? experience, baby. When he said that, then when he saw, when he reached under and saw that she was bleeding, he was like, "It's okay. It's not a big deal." I was like, "You have just oh, gotten right. fifteen thousand times more sexy to me with just how you handle yourself, just how you handle her and her body." Ah, you well, niggas could never, and I don't even say that word, but you could never. You need to a turn me never? up in your headphones because I can tell you can't hear me. You Negroes could never, okay? And I want you to be able to. So please tune in to that show. We'll be talking about it more later. But I just needed to get out that out the way. producing things from Lovecraft. It made Country. me so, it just this? made me feel, it made me feel like the resources are there and you just don't. You just don't want to learn because you don't care Swander. enough to learn. Yeah. And I swear to God on my life. Pitiful pumps. It, them elementary pumps. Them elementary <laughs> thrusts you throwing out. Grow up. <laughs> I'm, I'm childish. Childish as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm so irritated. I'm like, y'all really. Little penny pack pups. Right. The fuck y'all yeah, do? What nigga, is that? The fuck you doing? 15 in a row, too. Thank you for You ain't even touching me please. right. Fuck out of like here. like three good ones and everything's great. Fuck out of here. Pack puffs. No, he was like, and then when he stood over her, the how he took his shirt off and just looked at her like, like all right, I'm about uh, to, I'm just about to get his, I'm off. about to get to work. But, and it's not mm-hmm. this macho thing. It's like, I am going to eat you because I am just all about you, child. And Journey's little ass couldn't handle it. I was like, girl. Journey. Grow up. Childish. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't turn, if you don't turn over and bend over, bitch, like what the fuck? <laughs> can't even arch your back, that little baby. I was like, girl, you eat. She was stressing I, me out I, on I, that I, show. W- there were many moments where I was like, oh, journey, eat. She was going through a Everything divorce okay. while she filmed. Let's not judge that poor queen. But our um, yeah, Jonathan Major. Shout out to him. I know he's somewhere get fucking a white girl, wasting all it. that good dick. I know mm. he is dicking a blonde haired woman. He is Tiger down. Woods. Yeah. I know. But she's but he's dating like yoga instructor girls. Oh, definitely. Bitches with regimens. He's waking up and they're already stretching and he's making his yeah. matcha tea. Yeah. He ain't fucking about with it. Us. I, I making kombucha. hmm I make kombucha. I got my <laughs> SCOBY right over there, baby. What's make a fucking good? sauerkraut and shit. But all the all I, the fermented shit. I pickle vegetables. <laughs> Let's Talk, Jonathan. I'm here. I, listen, Jonathan. I would ruin our friendship where you at? for one night. I'll be honest. Girl, I'd be excited. I'd be like, and then what happened? <laughs> and then what happened? Girl, I'd be Fucking like, I died and what the Jones heaven? out this motherfucker. <laughs> what it say? <laughs> what it say? <laughs> oh, I would be vicarious. I'd be like, I mean, and Rashida's also said, like, I get it. If if that ever happens, like, I get it. Like, <laughs> if he comes to you, like, yo. But, the, like, do, would you, if, if you watch that with a partner, would you feel comfortable being like, babe, that, that is how I would like this done? 
That is what I would like to experience, please. No, I guess not. Shit. I wouldn't look, turn over and be like, why you ain't? I, I, did I you say that? You give me 15 penny pack pumps. I'm not saying that you would say it like that, but I really plan on the next person who I, really, I start talking to. I forgot about to. the thumb thing. Bitch. Well, they didn't Bitch. show the thumb, but oh, the way his hand was placed... It was yeah. obvious that he was one pushing down on her pelvis so she could feel him completely. And then that thumb was massaging Ooh. her clitoris while he was just while salivating. She a wild animal. You're right. Then them tails came out and it got tricky. Then she was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to eat you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it, got, it got crazy. And then people just need spoiler to know, alert. spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about Lovecraft because I just finished it. So that's going to be the main topic. If you have not seen it, make sure you log off after the break. Anyway, you got any announcements? I'm fucking sweating. <laughs> Girl, you got carried away, child. <sighs> Jonathan. I can't even lie and say that I did not charge my vibrator one night after watching that. Like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> um... We got to talk about porn again because that's not turning. That's like, the porn I'm not I watching want. That, I ain't watching that porn. What? <laughs> that's the porn I want. But I want to see like genitals out. I want to see. I want to see the full act. But I want it to be like that, and I want to hear him. Yeah. Like that was the thing. His mouth was always open, and it was usually by. If he wasn't looking dead at her, it was usually by his partner's ear, mm -hmm. and that would just. You, you, you need to be a consultant on shows for I sex I need to be scenes. a you consultant a on real... porn. Yes, you do, actually. I know. Do you know that that's a real job to go yes. in and manage the sex scenes? I could do it. As lusty as I am these days. <laughs> You'll be in there like, could all right, be... let's fuck and I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> right. I'd be like, actually, Jonathan, I think <laughs> we need to be more, we need a more hands-on approach. <laughs> no, you don't need the stocking. Take that off. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway. Um, yes, I'm sorry. We do have some announcements before we go into some ho-ass stuff. No. We do have some announcements, many of which I'm really excited about. Actually, we are going to go into some ho-ass <laughs> stuff. Ho -ass some stuff. gentle. It's some gentle. It's gentle. We are making the content. You oh, thought we make the content y'all motherfuckers didn't know you need. But we are... Making the content that you didn't know you needed, and it's going to be available only on Patreon. We are offering our girl Antoinette I hate the it possibility. <laughs> the things I do for a good time. I didn't say love. I didn't say <laughs> satisfaction. That is not true. Don't say <laughs> that like that. Oh my god. No, we. I cannot guarantee that that this will come of that, but it will be fun, and it will be laughter, and there will be it'll definitely be funny. Uh, um, oh. it'll be a moment. So Antoinette and I are going to do for Patreon video a speed dating event before <laughs> Valentine's Day. Valentine's we are, Day. Did you just say times? times? Yeah, no, I say Valentine's Day. <laughs> you don't read. Nothing. We are hooking Antoinette up for V Day. So a couple days beforehand, we are looking for male contestants to chop it up with us. And so it's going to be a blind date. 
It's going to be via Zoom. So the contestants will not turn on their screen unless we tell them to. And we're just going to be asking them questions that only we can, only I'm creating the questions because <laughs> I know. I know what needs to be asked. And so if you are interested in being a contestant and being somebody that we can vet for Valentine's Day for sweet baby Antoinette, please right. email us. I can't even us. believe I agreed to this. I, just, <laughs> I, really I want to share... I want to share some of the prerequisites. Um, again, we are looking for male contestants. Must be uncoupled. You bet not be married. You bet not be in an entanglement. You bet not be, you know, doing this just for the shits. This is that's this is intentional. It, We're playful, but it's intentional <laughs> in that we don't want to have some man who has a partner fucking coming on our video he must be able to form a complete sentence <laughs> and down to share himself with our listeners with 95 of our listeners shut the fuck up <laughs> yo what's wrong with you obviously no. i didn't write these prerequisites <laughs> oh my god no really no be able to share with us like if you're shy or timid you don't like public speaking please don't fucking sign up for this because you're gonna get played and it's gonna be real evident that you're not prepared and Antoinette, you know <laughs> if you listen to the podcast you know a bitch loves preparation so come correct um most importantly you must be available on the evening of february 12th that is when we intend on recording if this is you please email around the way curls at gmail.com with the subject v-day and we will see if you're qualified. We're looking for three contestants. So, Jonathan we need Majors, like 40 if till you're listening, three. <laughs> it's gonna be possible. me and you on that goddamn phone, just looking at like, each other like. <laughs> this drink is silly. This is silly. The second thing, less playful, but even more serious, and I think equally as fun, is that. We are looking for social media help. If you are an Around the Way Curls listener, if you have been following us for some time now, if you have a sense of our brand and our voices, we have been in the game for a minute, but I think we have more to learn. So we're looking for marketing and social media intern to help with social media strategy. Um, it will require about three to six hours weekly uh, have a sense of, you know, social media engagement, how to talk to folks, again, with our voices, and be capable of copywriting with said um, sense of, of the Around the Way Curls brand, please send us a short and sweet proposal to Around the Way Curls with the subject level up. And again, for folks that are familiar with social media and marketing, you should have a sense of what a proposal is, but if you're just shooting your shot, <clears throat> you can just send us a proposal stating what strategy you would share with us. Let's just do a month's worth of strategy. What would it be? What would it look like? What would you have us do that we're not doing now? What would you have us do better than what we're doing now? So again, everything <laughs> around the way curls <laughs> at gmail.com with the subject level up. You just love that corny song. 
That is a fucking bop. Pop culture. Speaking of leveling up. Child. A bitch is singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, Jasmine Sullivan is finally Mm. getting Mm. the platform and the recognition that she deserves. I was so happy to hear this. I really was. I was just like, wow, the Super Bowl is probably the, it is the biggest stage, like, for America. Like, it's the, it, it's not the halftime show. Obviously, that's the biggest one. But, like, the Super Bowl, she's going to be reaching audiences that she has yet to reach. Um, so, I'm just hella excited for her. Who is she singing with? Oh, I don't know. Um, some country person gonna be next to her. I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> Me too. She's gonna eat him up. She gonna she's that poor thing. He better just play that guitar, child. Just <laughs> just just play the guitar. Stop your foot. The Keep way, the rhythm and play the guitar. The way she about to eat. I'm like, baby, that poor white man. What is that white man's name? What is that white man's name? Child, because he It he doesn't had, matter. We don't need to know. Everybody's just gonna be like, who? the fuck i know because when they announced it, everybody was like yes jasmine yes and i was like that poor white man i know the white people are like who's that girl his name is chris who's church gospel singer <laughs> she sung so beautifully that's my mom she in gospel <laughs> wow but she's a performer it's very exciting secondly i'm really invested in how many people are investing in Lori Harvey. <laughs> like, I am really, she posted today on her little story and, you know, she read about a little pool and then she got the little picture of her and and the fuck boy behind her holding her. But he just looks so happy and so into her in a way that I, I think might be authentic. And she just looking nonchalant like, yeah, he, there you go. Okay. He, and then like the caption was like, he love it here. But like, <laughs> I just love this little girl. I'm also a little concerned because she is 24 or just turned 24 and he's 33. So I just. Wow. Yeah. Like I was like, okay. Wow. Because I know where I was at 24 and I was actually dating somebody 11 years older than me and it was a fucking disaster. But she seems to have a better grip on reality, her worth. And so I'm hoping that it works out. I just can't unsee that Michael B. Jordan looking like Steve, <laughs> Steve Harvey, Harvey picture. He don't I look just... like Steve Harvey. Ciao. Ciao. But um, I'm I'm still in the Lori Harvey fan club. I still like this little girl. I would be girl. super hype if, if she were coupled with somebody of the, line, the likes of like Jonathan Majors. Like somebody that's like. She not going to. Jonathan Majors don't want Lori Harvey. She not waking up making matcha. Walking barefoot in the grass. Cause she not. She got her fucking Louis Vuittons on and shit. Like that's that's not his vibe. And she's not white. So I mean, jo- <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, that's why I'm surprised Michael B. Jordan is even in engaged. Like we I don't know such who, white girl vibes. Oh, he does. I I mean, I'm sure that there's been a many. I don't think he would marry many one though. I think he's fucking them, but I don't think he's bringing them home to his mama. Cause his his fucking mom lives with him. I think he's like a bit of a mama's mommy daddy's boy. But anyway. Um and then I'm very excited. I don't remember what uh, unprepared. What's the name of the movie? With uh Zendaya and John David I don't know, Washington. Marky and Melvy. Something with M's. Messy and Moo Moo. <laughs> Something with M's. On Netflix. Millie Vanilli. It's coming out soon. 
some people have obviously seen it because there's a bunch of influencers saying that it's amazing. I will say that when it first came out, Malcolm it, and Marie. Okay, it was a bit jarring to me because I'm I'm I've pigeonholed her into um, euphoria and like being a teenager and like a young woman. She's only 24 as well. John David Washington, I believe, is 33. So same age gap. And a lot of audiences are like, what the fuck? Like, this is concerning. Like, why is she starring in this film with him? It's inappropriate. And I actually, John David Washington uh, addressed it and was just like, I didn't have any concerns because she's a grown woman. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. But um, I don't know. She still feels like a little baby to me. Also, I think it's the way she's built, too. Like, Zendaya, to me, looks so much younger than Lori Harvey. Like, she just looks like somebody I want to protect. And mm, maybe I need to get out of that. Yeah, like, she just doesn't look... She just looks like, like a, a woman? kid to me. It, it's the euphoria thing. It's the Disney thing. I'm it's obsessed like that whole with her. thing. I have a huge crush on her. I know you do. I know. <laughs> look at your face. <laughs> I do. I think she's so. I just. I just like. Her. I just love. I love her. Yeah. She's, she's a bad bitch. No, she's special. But I'm very excited for the movie and the trailer Seems looks good. incredible. And I also want to cook John David Washington all his his food in the morning. So. Yeah, he's a fine. <sighs> he's... I can't not see his father though. Even when oh, he talks. Oh no! I see his mother. That is. Have that, you watched the? Have you seen a movie with him? Of course, I've seen what him. What did you see? In uh, the Spike Lee joint. Oh, excellent! I also I stalked hear. him and watched a whole bunch of interviews and stuff afterwards, oh, I and I, I was just like, it. "Who is this brilliant being who loves his mama?" I think he has like a secret kind of beef with his dad, probably because he'd be like, "Uh, I'm my mom's." child and she did yada, yada she went to Juilliard and she was the one that yada 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 and I'm here for it she probably sacrificed so much for that nigga anyway yeah <laughs> shout out to them I'm excited I it's the same uh director of and writer of Euphoria that oh it's a white guy so it'll be interesting to have a white guy share his view of what he thinks what black Coupling is? Couple tension and work and issues are. Probably to a lot of it. It's all one it's all in like one take folks. too. Or not one take, but like one setting. It's just yeah, in the house in the for house. like two hours. Mm -hmm. Yep. It'd be exciting. Seems like an actor's dream rule. Lots of talking, lots of listening. Listen to you. You have an update. Gentle oh. reminder. <laughs> Girl. Oh. <laughs> I saw that Cardi B, speaking of acting, is going to have her first leading role in a movie called Assisted Living Child. Listen. That's all I got to say. That was what it. What the fuck? <laughs> Girl. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. All right, next. <laughs> I feel like Cardi's been acting this entire time. I know. So that's she's a probably whole like very, she gets the camera off and she's probably like, well, that's She's was. like, oh, I'm exhausted. <clears throat> okay. Politics as usual. Joey's inauguration is tomorrow. We're recording this on Monday. Hopefully on Thursday, everything will have gone smoothly. 
He already started his transition a bit today by lighting, I think it was 400 candles or 4,000, child, one of them. What? 4,000 candles? Or lights, something like that. It was actually really beautiful in honor of the 400,000 Americans that died of COVID. And like that was the first time that really this country has acknowledged it for real, not just like the news sources. Instead, the Trump administration has just been kind of skewing that narrative and like trying to repackage it as a victory. And it's like a great loss. So, you know, Joey's going to go in there and do his thing. He's the guy that understands loss. He understands what it is to be empathetic to support people in times of need. And I actually do believe that that's what this country needs right now. So many people are suffering. So we're going to see. I hope I hope it all goes well. Because them Walmart whites, baby. They are yeah. lurking. They are lurking. Um, and the world is watching. Uh, secondly, I thought this was really interesting. Um, a black woman, I believe she was a queer black woman. She was. Queer black woman went on social media to encourage black Americans to leave America and move to Bali um, to seek refuge there because they can basically have a better life. Their money goes uh, much further there and they can have an acceptance that she feels like uh, we never could in America. Sounds great, right? Well, Balinese folks hopped on Twitter and were like, fuck that. Stay where the fuck you are. Not because you're black, but because this is the same type of shit that white people do in your community. And we're getting pushed out. People, Americans are coming here. They're buying our Australians as well. Cause Australians treat Bali as Cancun. Um, when I went there, I saw that and was like, Hmm, interesting. But there were systems in place to not, so that Balinese people, like could still be like the primary landowners there. I don't know what happened to those systems. At least that's what I was told. But now apparently tourists are coming and buying up all of the land and Balinese people are basically being pushed out of Bali. Gentrification is global, nigga. And so there was this huge war on Twitter of like black people saying like, oh, Balinese people, they're fucking racist. They're this, they're that. But I found it to be really interesting because I was thinking, I didn't see it as that at all. I saw that as like, that's a very American view of it, of like, oh, you're, you're not treating me fairly. You don't want me there. But in actuality, like, I think black Americans suffer so much in America that they forget that when we step out of America, we have so much privilege everywhere else. Um, and it's just something to be cognizant of and to understand that, like, maybe not right now because of COVID, but that little blue passport goes a long ass way. And then a lot of people, it, she was rubbing people wrong, too, because she was giving people tips and tricks on how to um, trick the visa system, how to uh, basically be granted a visa quicker and like all this other shit and it just Balinese people had fucking had it they were like like it's I think it's one thing to go there and um spend tour the you know be a tourist and help the economy in that way and even that is kind of like mm, is that okay but there is something to be said when you go to another country and you flood their economy with American dollars and their 
I forget what yeah. the Balinese money can never keep up. Like they could never yeah. keep up with with an American dollar. Um, so it was really sad. And it was it was really um, upsetting to see how many of us uh, couldn't understand where they were coming from and, mm. and wouldn't stop to, to even listen. So something to be mindful of when you're traveling. And they're planning your escape out of America. I say it all the time, right? So check got to check my privilege a bit. But I'm trying to escape to Sweden. Fucking Am- like Amsterdam. You want to be Maya to so it. badly. <laughs> oh, that's why I came from. <laughs> I was trying to pick some European, some nice, quaint European wealthy You want to be shameless to. Maya so badly. I do. Go to some rich ass white European quaint fucking... I have no interest in Europe. Bring nice. some fucking heat to those goddamn cold countries where everybody has higher happiness rates. Anyway, shit. Um, What's going on at Sephora? I thought this was really interesting. <laughs> so Sephora <laughs> is planning on Sephora is doing a lot of diversity work and like you know I guess they probably did the whole black box thing or like black lives matter but then they're like really trying to follow up with their plan and so one of their plans is the plan includes cutting down on third-party security guards cracking down on discrimination among its staff and doubling its assortment of black owned brands by the end of the year thoughts it's the security guards for me where i'm like it's the security (laughs) guards for me I'm like, wait, you you associated that with helping black folks out. I'm going to get rid of some of our security. And I'm like, how do we discriminate? How do we train our staff to discriminate <laughs> against black people? How well, about you hire more makeup female. artists that know how to do, do black, black makeup? makeup <laughs> I like well. the black I, I like, brand thing. Mm-hmm. I fuck yeah. with that. But that, that would I be ha- like, wait, that would be like... like um, the, the hair stores being like, or like Walgreens or Dwayne Reed coming out and being like, all right, we're no longer going to lock all of the black hair care products up in this like. I would get dig- jiggy with that shit. <laughs> I, I would get you. jiggy with that. We're actually going to provide customer service at the hair store. We're actually going <laughs> right. to like know what the brands are, know about black hair. And. But what was interesting to me, do you remember when you could go into Sephora and put alcohol on lipstick and straight rub that shit yes. on your lips? That's what disgusting. What the fuck were we... <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things. Crystal was talking about that. She was like, I was just thinking about so many things that I've done. But hers were like ridiculous. She was like, nigga, go in an elevator unmasked? Disgusting. <laughs> I was like, yo. It is. Everything seems so gross now. Now, like, right? I know. When I go into Sephora, Could you imagine like, going to a hot-ass club? Do you remember, like, <gasps> fucking... Yeah. Breathing all sweating you on each breathe. other. I mm-hmm. love that, though. That's, That's the that best. That is fun, but... <laughs> I know. We were fucking nasty, but Sephora was probably nasty? the grossest thing. Of like, oh, yeah, you try this lipstick, girl. It's been sitting here. I don't know how many I, millions so many people, people have so rubbed this on their things. lips. Without a blink of the eye, child put that right on my lips put this on my eyelashes all my membranes put it on them yeah so i was on instagram and i saw a post by 
Hey, Fran, hey. And this was such a beautiful reminder of like a way to be more aware of places in your life that don't necessarily feel right or places in your life that feel really, really good. And so I am so interested. You don't have to answer this now, Internet. I haven't even begun to like figure this out, but I think this is such a lovely practice. And I think for some, this is a sign you were looking for. Um, and so what the post said was document the moments you feel most love in love with yourself. What are you wearing? Who are you around? What are you doing? Recreate and repeat. And that's by the God, worse and shire. The God. And I was like, nigga. Mm. So we should we're about answer to play that some voicemails. Some I will. I will. We should do it next week. But I really, I also, I feel like this is also, you know, we do the rapid fire questions because I think it tells, it's very telling it's a of great somebody. interview question, Shani. But I think, yeah, I think these are great questions that I would love to hear from our listeners. I would really love you guys to call in and just share these with me because I would love to hear you it. specifically <laughs> with You're us. Crazy. I just, I, I just feel really excited about it. Document the moments you feel most in love with yourself. What are you wearing? Who are you around? What are you doing? Mm. Recreate and repeat. That's worse and shy. This is a sign you were looking for. And send us an email. I mean, a voicemail. When I hunt a hustler to share What's that. the number? I do not know that number. <laughs> All right. Unless well. I go find it. How dare you tell people to call and not know the number? <sighs> Hold up, y'all. Ghetto. <laughs> the social media person is probably listening to this. Like, First of I'm not all, working with these bitches. 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. Bring the beat in. Bring some voicemails in. <laughs> all right. Here's the voicemail that we have this week. Another male listener. My favorite. Hi, my name is Brian Harris. I'm calling from Tulsa, Oklahoma. It is 5.24 in the morning. Uh, yeah, I just thought to say I love you guys' show. I love you guys' personality. You guys' voices are so amazing. It's so, like, peaceful. Uh, I can listen to you guys talk for hours. Also, you guys make me laugh like crazy. Um, now, the word book would never, ever be the same to me. Like, I'm, I giggle every fucking time. It gets me through my day all the time. Uh, I want to say, Shanti, you gave out a book reference on one of these episodes. I'm not sure because I listened to them out of order. I just found out about the show like maybe a week or two ago, but I've just been listening to them. Uh, it's by Carl, Carl, Carolyn, maybe, I don't know, maybe. And Anonymous of the Spirit, Anonymous of the Spirit. Yeah, I need to do better. But, yo, that book, oh, my God, I almost had me in tears yesterday. I was listening to it, and she said something like, the inability to love yourself is actually the inability to respect yourself. And, bitch, I almost fucking cried. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, it's just listening to you guys' podcast, and it just it, it helps me shine the light back on myself to fix things on how I view society so I can be better because you can't 
effect change if you don't change what's wrong within yourself first. And uh, I just think it's amazing. I uh, learned about the, you guys' podcast from listening to Getting Grown. I believe Internet was on with Jade and some other guy. You guys were talking about toxic masculinity and rape culture and just all this dope shit. And it just had me in a straight Google spiral, just Googling. And, and again, I love the voice. I love you and Jade's, you know, personality. And uh, you guys are gorgeous and amazing and just straight up allies. You don't fuck with it. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you. You guys are hilarious. You guys gave me through my day. You guys gave me some great insight. No, the podcast is not in vain. I'm listening to it like fucking crazy. I'm up here growing out the seat, and I need more of those hood-ass affirmations because that shit is hilarious. And I just wish you guys all the best of luck and love and peace, chicken grease, and all that jazz. Um, yeah. Take care. Bye. What a sweet man. Brian. Oh. Thanks for listening, Carolyn Mace, Anatomy of the Spirit. Yes. (sighs) Wow. Shout out to that wild Irish woman. Thank you. Shout out to Brian, yo. That was really sweet. That's like, I need to be a better person. If I listened to a podcast and people were like, call, da-da-da-da-da, I would never think to call and leave a sweet message like that. It would, I, I just need to fix myself, my raggedy Yeah, you spirit. are right, click. <laughs> I would be like, all actually, right. I don't agree with what you're saying. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com dot edu slash podcast and here's why <laughs> so annoying yo that's my new that's my resolution not to to be less annoying because that shit is whack for real like annoying. i need to be better about that like i would do it with my friends but just we gotta celebrate folks more and while we're celebrating folks i want to shout out patrons new patrons uh cedric b Hey. Erica M. Enrica. <laughs> My bad, Enrica. I am dyslexic. Forgive me. Uh, Takia A., Nicole K., and e- Eva J. Shout out to you. You know who you are. I also want to shout out because I was being, I was in my bag being insane going through our analytics. And I would like to shout out the countries. With the most <laughs> listens outside of the U.S., I would like to shout out Canada, the United Canada. Kingdom, Germany, Nigeria, Sweden. Sweden, the, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Netherlands, Barbados, South Africa, and wow. Belgium. 
That is what? super dope. The fact that y'all even listen to our raggedy asses means the world. And um, yeah, shout out to y'all. We are the world, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think we should take a break. And again, if you have not watched or finished Lovecraft Country, I keep wanting to say county, this is the time for you to log off. This is the sign you were asking for. Log off <laughs> and play go yourself. watch Don't it. Yourself. Don't let us spoil it for you. So Shanti, take us take us to the break, please. After these messages, we'll be right back. Okay, and so we are back, and we are now ready to get in. Hey, y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato onion jam and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. To the meat and potatoes of Lovecraft Country. Now, I saw Lovecraft Country around the time of its, um, when it was coming out regularly, um, and loved it. I loved it. I loved it from the jump. It took it took me till episode three for me to really love it. The first two episodes were like. But when I got into it, I was like... There was a second episode that confused me. I was like... I was just like, wow. I was obsessed and taken away and impressed. Really impressed by the, the, the woman behind it. And it, there's just Misa, so Misa, much to talk Misha. about. Misha Green. There's so much to talk about. There's so much yeah. to eat away at. There's so much to uncover. Can't there's cover so much it to one geek episode. out mm-hmm. about. Like it's a nerds. And I don't even know half the shit, but it's like niggas that want to nerd out. Aside, there's like historical nerds can nerd out. Fucking intellectual nerds that want to talk about how it's reflected of the greater, you know, 
feminism, um, everything. You can nerd out with that. And then you can just straight nerd out with comics. You can nerd out with it just being a straight, like, horror. Mm -hmm. Sci-fi genre. And then, yeah, there's just, there's just so many levels of, like, but that was connected to that and that, and that, and that, and that, and that. And I was just, to be able to do that, you smart as fuck. <laughs> or you got a really smart team. And and but, um, it was a book, to, in all fairness. It was a book. And the the gentleman who wrote the book, a white man, actually. I forget his Lovecraft name. Love Country. Love, Lovecraft Country was a book? It was a book first. Oh. And he did not intend for it to be a book. He wanted it to be a a TV series about, I think he said, 10 years ago. And he couldn't get anybody to buy into it. So he adapted it into a book. And now he said he finally, it, the, the writing caught up with the times, like or the times rather caught up with his writing. Okay. And there was a want for it. And then Jordan Peele read it. Jordan Peele asked okay. Misha okay. if she had read it. I she read she it. She was and, the one that did that. No, okay. she adapted it and she changed a lot of things. I didn't in know the that. from the book, which we can talk about too, but she adapted it into what it is today. Like some of the characters, she changed from male to female, just to make mm-hmm. the conversation richer, which I thought was a really interesting choice. And I, kudos to the writer for letting letting her come up with this world. You know. Well, okay. Well, that the the creator, the person, the showrunner behind everything is a black woman. Her name is Misha Green. And so a quote that she, well, there's a couple things before I go into that. So Lovecraft Country is the actual, the Lovecraft Country from what I just learned from Antoinette is an actual book inspired by the writer H.P. Lovecraft, who was basically the father of cosmic horror. He was the first person to kind of like, bring her into real time life stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was also a huge bigot and racist. And so the person that wrote Love Calf Country had the brilliant idea of bringing the, 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 the worlds that Lovecraft created that had monsters and multiple dimensions and, you know, ghosts and like horror and fantastic things that country that Lovecraft created and mix it with the historical present day issues of racism written by who's whoever I don't Mark know who Ruff. the brother is and then it's so Misha man. Green Misha Green picked that up and was like oh shit we're gonna take this and run so hopefully that gives folks some context so all of like the 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 inspiration for the horror, the mon- some of even the monsters that were in this um, show were originally from the the brain or inspired by H.P. Lovecraft, who was the original. Um, I guess in the nineteen twenty in the nineteen twenties uh, and early nineteen hundreds, he started the the genre. Um, so she said. Misha Green's quote is, I told all of our writers that it's going to be like therapy. I wanted to get underneath what it means to be a black family in America and all the issues that come with that. So couple that horror with actual 
horror, actual monsters, blood, gore, crazy, wild shit is Lovecraft Country. So for people that don't like that stuff, it's like, because I remember you were like, what the fuck is actually happening right now? This is <laughs> it was dumb. episode it make any two. Sense. I was like, well, you lost me. But I was also watching it high in a room full of very loud people. <laughs> so I was like, I can't, I can't grasp this. This is pre, um, uh, pre the crazy COVID. It was just like baby COVID then. Uh, but I also want to just add, like, we're coupling horror with horror, but she also does a really brilliant job of showing us the joy of being black as well, being in mm-hmm. black America. It's yeah. like you have this horror, but then you have this resistance and resilience that's so refreshing from mm-hmm. the scene um, early on in the series where they're just having, you know, what is it, like a block party almost? Mm-hmm. And then they're they're all playing in the water sprinkler to the dance at the house where there's literally chaos going on in that house with ghosts. And then you've got the motherfucking white folks out with the constant horn horn honking you know just harassing them but they're in that house jubilant dancing carrying on singing just living and it i it was a really beautiful kind of juxtaposition and 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 relatable yeah that was my little the story is set Definitely. And they do that all throughout. And that's why, it's, mm-hmm. for me, that's like the heartbreaking, heart aching <sighs> shit that I live yeah. for. But it's set in the um, 1950s. And so there's all these references and scenes where they're showing, you know, the sundown curfews. There's the reference to the, like, the green book, basically. They're showing... Mm-hmm the um how white people just like you said freaked out when black people purchased homes so like the red the line red the line. beginning of redlining mm-hmm. um they touch on the medical the white flight s- <laughs> white flight they touch on the medical uh system and how they used to experiment on black bodies like they touch on every motherfucking thing they touch on the Tulsa riots which is just <gasps> It's just, and then it's all within, and then you just have fucking monsters with six billion teeth running after you, and like ghosts and magic and, and sorcery and magic and, and time sorcery. travel. <laughs> it is it's a amazing. Feat. Mm-hmm. It's it, and it works, and it all makes sense, and it all just like feeds into each other so seamlessly. Like it was seamless for me. Like I was like, word we. I bet six thousand teeth, <laughs> eating white cops. Like I'm here for yeah. it. Like, and then those monsters are used in the tools of like telling the story about racism, about what is justice, about what is fair, what is equality. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's wild. So there's all these major themes, and and we wanted to to go into them that that we picked up. Um, and the, the one being the most prominent is that whiteness, white supremacy, racism is the scariest shit in the whole entire fucking show. And it's at the same level of like senselessness as well. Like this fucking 
52-fanged monster that's wreaking all this havoc. And then there's like a white person that's doing the same thing. And like, they're both like, why? Like, what the, equal, they're monsters. It's both like, what the fuck? What the fuck? That was beautifully done, I think, um, how, and, and it showed, I think the show, show different levels of what a monster is. Like Mar- we just mm. had Martin Luther King day. Right. And everybody's mm-hmm. talking about, I have a dream, but the quote that I find most interesting is when he's talking about the white liberals and how basically what he's saying, um, is that, you know, they fail to protect you be- when it's not convenient. And it's no longer like they're not really on your side when when they when they're seeing dogs being le- you know made to attack us when they see us being hosed down like they're up in arms. But when it comes to sharing economics and when it comes to actually leveling the playing field, they're like, ooh, not yet, not yet. And I thought that was very interesting with the character Christina because while she was like. I'm going to save you from these crazy white people who are chasing you. I'm going to save you from these monsters. I'm going to make sure you're good. But it was all to get something from them. And, 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 and when it really came down to, cause she didn't need to do what she was doing. Like she didn't need to be immortal, but the fact that like she could have that, that was worth then sacrificing them. That was, that was, she, to me, was like the white liberal of like, I'm here for y'all. I'm gonna buy you a house, but I'm also like, when my time, like, I want to know how you feel, you know? So even when she was killed and she wanted to be killed the way Emmett Till was killed in order to feel that pain, but then she still went ahead and planted her fucking foot on their necks in order to get what she wanted in the end. And to me, it was, that was the, that's a, the white liberal. I, I think it was the white liberal. And it also was like a really interesting critique of white feminism as well. Yes. And like, Ooh. you know, that's so my, really quick. My though. journey towards equality, because she was so pissed that she was she she was a woman, so she wasn't. But a ha- just heir. really quick, Shanti, that character is a man in the book. Misha changed it to a woman to make this a more rich conversation. Yeah, well, it's it's amazing how anyway how they flip like the way they just oh my fucking goodness I was just like what yeah but like the way that she there was parts of me in. There were parts of her story and her struggle mm-hmm. and her frustration and her fighting. She was fighting by any yeah. means necessary. She wanted equality, which equates to power, right? She wanted the same power that these white... That were available to that, her white counterparts, yep. That were available to her, like the, the highest type of mm-hmm. power she wanted. She was pissed that she couldn't get it. And so by any means necessary... You know, she befriended, and I, I appreciate that they never show her fully commit to like. I always knew something was up with her. She never fully committed to like. There was something about the character that I always knew that she was out for hers. Like, mm-hmm. she and she was, for the most part, honest about it. But it was it just became so. 
difficult, not difficult. There were there were parts of her story that you were empathetic of yeah, towards. It resonated. And then it was just mind blowing her um she she would do her body morphing where she would become a white man. Like the white man and her would be two same same motive, same thing, but they would morph in and out of each other. And her relationship with Ruby, Ruby, mm-hmm. Rudy, Ruby, Ruby, was something that I like. Just need to watch over again because I cannot fully process what the fuck. I think she actually cared about she to the best did of her she? to the best of her ability. Did I believe she? she did. I believe she actually cared about that lady, but not enough. I think she enjoyed her. Oh yeah, she enjoyed, she enjoyed her. her. But I, I actually think there was a a bit of her that actually cared a, a little bit for her but just not enough just the not sexual enough. tension the sex scenes between them was just rich like yeah and the the scene between them when ruby was upset about emmett till's death and she was like no you're not and she was like you're trying to make yourself feel better because at the end of the day on this day in particular you still want what you want and what you want is to fuck a white man and to take this potion and be a white woman and disappear. And you want that, that was, same power as me. Scene. And I was just like, <gasps> wow. And she did it too. She did it. So th- there was this confliction then in Ruby, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. There's like, and I think it's, I don't know, I don't know what you could relate that to, but shit. Just even talking about Tiger Woods or talking about black people in America and their relationship with white people that they can't escape and this need for I don't know for for freedom or what or what white what freedom whiteness yeah in its uh form or in its capacity that it has black people wanting that Freedom, oh, and the, the way lens that that of freedom is. that we've yeah, the, that the we've lens. learned, yeah. and it's through whiteness and through what white people have been. It's like, it's like when when you finally get something, just because it's like when you're denied something for so long, and then you finally get it, and you're like, I don't even want this. This isn't even what or I it's want. Not even what don't it's even fucking, taste. Yeah, good. it's not even shit. Even fucking slapping. Right. It's like this isn't serve. This isn't it. And I feel, and Ruby from Jump was that. Ruby, Ruby was so interesting when she was talking about how you know you have to work harder and be be better than everybody and this and that. And even when she wanted to get that job, and when she when she finally got the job as the white woman, and the way she treated that black woman, when she realized that that black woman did not have the qualifications that she had, because she went in there and ran off her resume, the same resume that Black Ruby had. That that whatever I forget the white woman's name that she would morph into, mm-hmm. she she then got an assistant manager job. Oh, but I it, love that actress. Oh, she I love was good. But Ooh. that was just insane to see the dis distaste that she had for that black woman to be like, you ain't even. And then she was like, your hands are ashy. You need some lotion just to belittle her. Like fuck you. You sh- you you weren't as good as me. You didn't work as hard as me. You don't deserve. And I think we fall into that trap as well. Ruby was amazing. And then she was frustrated because there still was a glass ceiling with the sexism from her fucking boss. Yep. Yep. 
The layers. Layers. It was like, oh, you want to be a white woman, but then you got to face these white women's struggles that white women have, like just the female form, mm-hmm. where no matter what color you're in, even the highest female form, quote unquote, the safest, I won't say the highest, the safest female form still is prey yep. to who has the highest power. And when she, oh, the scene where she... um gets back at him when she sodomizes him yes with her shoe. that was wild but even that was interesting because the way that she came to terms with that was when christina said to her what did she say i wrote that shit down oh she explains to ruby when she's like you're not white just to be white you're white because i'm giving you freedom to do whatever you want and the fact that that was connected to whiteness of like, mm. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Wreak havoc. You're going to get away with it, boo-boo. And she went in there and did that. I was like, oh. But just like what you just said, wreak havoc, do what you want. And then we just had the Capitol building like. Right. Fucking- Hello. Hello. That's why it just hits notes like. And then fucking- the, the last thing about Ruby, because we have to talk about some of these other characters. The other thing that was so rich about her was the fact that she had, okay, she had a white woman's body, like what, an unlimited amount of money at her disposal, at her disposal, right? She was, had access to a mansion, like seemingly could make any choice she wanted. And the, what she chose was to go get a job Hmm. because her conditioning was still you know, like that's what she wanted, though. She I know that. It. I know that. But why did she want it? So, if she was a real white woman to the core, she probably would have just been like, Pam- "I'm getting pampered. I ain't working for that." It's interesting. And, 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 and the other huge and very important archetype of what she represented was she was the darker skinned mm-hmm. sister, heavy set, heavier set sister to Journey, who's this little lilt. Light skinned, flighty, Journey dishonest. Eat. Journey was you know. the least interesting I, character. I didn't to me. fuck with Journey. Let, Letty I, Tick was cool too, but I didn't. They were my least favorite. Oh, I, characters. I thought Tick was incredibly compelling as we got further along with him, but Letty but was she, the least interesting. She, she, I, she, she yeah, yeah, their relationship of her always having to be let down by, and trying to be cared for or seen. She just wants to be fucking seen by her sister and by everyone. Not being Yeah, and then and then she turns into a white anyway. But then, you know, and then the ultimate sacrifice that she ends up making. She still still she ends up sacrificing for everybody. For her sister. You know, for everybody, for just for every fucking body. But that was more but for, for her, her sister. sister for her sister who still hadn't shown and proved to like care for her in a particular way. Yeah. And and the colorism part of that was like wow. I was impressed that they never touched on it. And they let it be what mentioned. it was. Well, she I think she does mention like you light skinned. Maybe she does. No. Maybe the, the they the just let it be between. what it was. They were like mm, obvious. too obvious to even talk about this. We'll just let let the watcher, let the audience see it. Excellent. What else? What else do we have? Um, oh, ancestral sacrifice. 
and generational curses. I have to say, you asked me what my favorite episode was. The episode that kept me, because I binged it. Like I was over the, this um, three-day weekend, I was just all Lovecraft. And then when it was done, I was watching interviews with the cast and like all in on like the behind the scenes type shit. But the Tulsa episode wrecked me. It wrecked me yeah. when that. No, that was, yeah. And, and, and it. It wrecked with me. the some fucking Sonia Sanchez poem. Oh I my said, god! Nigga, when they what? had Sonia, so that when they had this woman walking through fire with this book that was basically her family's legacy and power and like the future of her family with a Sonia Sanchez <laughs> like fucking under underscoring it. It was unbelievable. But the 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 part of the episode, well, one. That was where we got to see a lot of Montrose's pain mm. with his father and with him experimenting mm. oh, with God. who he was and his sexuality. And like we saw him in another scene that we'll talk about. Um, and he has the, the the actor, Michael K. Williams, has such an interesting take on Montrose that I want to get into. Um, but we saw that. And then we have the point where there's this family story that's always being told. And it's this stranger with a bat baseball bat came and saved the day. And then to realize that you present, you is that for your family and in this crazy, it's just like, what? But the thing that got me was when that older woman in that burning home, she was stopped by Letty because Letty was like, you you can't go save them. In order for my son to survive, in order for our family to continue, you have to die here. You have to burn alive. And not only do you have to burn alive, you have to let your entire family do the same. And when that woman made that choice, I tearing up thinking about it. And she said, make sure my great, great grandbaby knows He's my faith in the flesh. Mm. I thought about all of the sacrifices that people in our bloodline that we don't even know their names. Mm -hmm. That like when we talk about ancestors and when we talk about like lineage, like it's, it can be trivial sometimes. We're like, Oh God, I call in the ancestors. But like, those are the ancestors. Mm -hmm. The, the, when you think, when you read home going, like when you, those are the mm -hmm. stories. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think that it's just out of our under our realm of even really understanding and really mm -hmm. comprehending what that is mm -hmm. to sit here and say, I'm going to do this. So my Great, to great. break the curses, right? right. And, All and, to break to break the curses. And I, I also think that we have been so privileged in our lives that we don't even have. I don't know if I think in that way. I think about me, mostly what I want, what I deserve, and I don't know if that's healthy. I, I don't know because we we also talk about like what our ancestors, especially our women, have dealt with and endured, and like. You know, they sh you don't have to go through life enduring this. And I agree with that. But I also think that there's something in that that's just like, when you can think outside of yourself and think about the future in that way, it's just like, it. I, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it 
it really I, it's, affected it's me. It's almost like a bow, right? It's like a bow and arrow where you have to pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it, and there's tension and it's tight and then you're shaking and then it's fucked up. And then boom, you let it go, and then something it there's like an ease and it's soaring and but it has power behind it mm. and it has it has energy behind it. And to be an ancestor of African Americans specifically, yeah. there's there is a there is a deep cosmic spiritual humming mm. that like as an as a descendant of that is unfucking deniable yeah. because the 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 fucking pullback required and it's and nigga we still may be pulling back like who's to say we're at the trajectory of the arrow no like, I agree zoom in like it's still like a fucking pullback but the that's why I loved it. The 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 magic and the otherworldliness that is this experience that you and I have mm -hmm. that we think is mundane mm -hmm. is just like humming with something that we can't even it's just like what? It's it's it's, it's that quote. It's that you we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. It's, what does Sonia keep saying? It's that. But yeah. it, it also made me think about, and I remember having a really visceral response when I first saw this, that, that shirt that we are not our ancestors shit. And I remember thinking like, I don't really fuck with that. Like we're not even close to what they are, <laughs> like for us mm. to be belittling them. And I, and I understand there was a time period where there were people that were very like nonviolent and that's what the shirt's getting at. But we got to be real intentional and particular about the language that we use when we're talking about these people because it's it's just we don't even know we haven't even scratched the surface of the stories their but we're story still but we're still connected to and in co and energized by that yeah, it's that like it's so there's powerful. no nothing's I know. That's so powerful. It's wild. When she, when she was in that basement and she was calling, and it wasn't even her family, Chop. but she was calling on, the, she was calling the names out of the people that were killed there, that were, that were experimented on. And she was saying, you are not dead yet. Help me. And she was casting that awful uh, ghost out of her house. He was a, so nasty. I was just like, oh my God, this is powerful. And it's equally as powerful for the white people, even more powerful, or for the white people that are connected to, not more powerful, but equally as powerful, white people that are connected to a lineage of destruction mm. for them to, for them to learn, to come from someplace know and I don't your know where line. that place know comes in your DNA. from. <laughs> yeah. But where does that come from that they're like, hold up. That's why like we're where... so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I could be One side of me is, nah. um, <laughs> that's nah, why duality that... is a motherfucking thing. See, we got that one part of our lineage fucking us up. We it, got the other part. It's... This shit is bigger than hip hop. I don't know what else to say. Listen. Let's get into Montrose, though. 
let's get into this is a long episode but the, i'm it sorry can be long. this is just like it's a, we're only at 124 we'll be fine oh i love i love i think because i love him michael k williams is a beautiful human um and he, I, I really encourage, he, there's a talk, I'll, I'll link, I'll send Shanti the link again. Everyone, I really encourage folks to watch this interview with the cast. It's over Zoom and Michael K. Williams breaks down talking about what he's learned throughout this process. And he's talking mm-hmm. about, basically he learned how, how much he needs to take his mental health seriously because these roles that he plays stay with him. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it wrecked him. And like he mm-hmm. was thanking the cast for like lifting him up and like helping him get rid of some of the past roles that he's played because they were on him and it was destructive. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. But he also, I, it was interesting when he was talking about how he said that the feedback was that he was coming out in that beautiful episode where he, um, you know, isn't the, what Goes is to it? the ball. He goes to the ball and he's surrounded by all of these men dressed like women or maybe men that are identifying as women now. We don't know specifically. And he's, but the actor said when he was playing the role that he was not coming out, but instead he looked at it as though Montrose, it was the first time that he had experienced freedom and, Mm -hmm. and comfort yeah. In like a real way with a community that wouldn't judge him. And mm-hmm. so he was like, he, in that moment, he was free to explore who he was mm-hmm. and discover it. And that's all he's ever wanted. So like, does he even know? Like, he was like, I don't think that he even knows who he is or what he is. He knows he has certain or- urges, but like, he's never been able to even even explore that. And those urges are connected to so much pain and trauma. Yeah. <sighs> Deep. I can't even, it makes me cry. Cause the scene where, where his dad is Being hitting him. him and then he sees, and it's his son who saves him yeah. and he loved the boy. Like he was just, yeah, it, it was just, it was, it was Deep. It was beautiful. Heartbreakingly done. beautiful. And um I love the way that they had and the way that we're seeing more and more um expressions of homosexuality in in these in our shows. Mm-hmm. You know? With with very strong men, quote unquote strong men, you know, like and women, just the fact that like the scenes between Ruby yeah. and the white girl, I was like, you know, shit. Yeah. I just think it's I think it's really important for people to see that. Um, and it just it just all helps us expand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. And um I loved it. I I thought I I he that was one of my favorite characters. He was such a pain in the ass. He was Wasn't so like. He? I was just like, nigga, what do you <laughs> want and need? He wanted oh. to protect his family because he knows what it feels. He knows what it is to not be protected. He knows what it is to be out here, out there. He, so that's he how he's ex- felt the whole his whole life, unprotected. 
That's why he couldn't deal with his son when his son went off to the war. How dare you go and put yourself in harm's way when I've lived my whole life trying to protect you from who I am to make from your life easier. From me. Right. But, but he, but the at, tick was like, nigga, you ain't done nothing but like hit, like you're right. abusive. But, but again, he was a part of that was stemming from the fact that he's like, I've been, I have been denying myself, myself, like my being who I am in order for you to be able to be here again, lineage doing General, it in the wrong way. Curses. Right. Ge- that's doing generational curse. Right. Doing it in the wrong way. I had a friend uh, recently write me and, you know, I was doing my whole mom thing, lamenting about something. And she was like, but that's why she chose you. She chose you because she wants to see you be free. Like you got to show her. That's why she chose you. So aren't you going to show up as your whole free ass self? And I was like, what? Wow. And so it's like remembering that. I ain't saying that. Who said that? They they bang (laughs) You need to. I was like, you need to talk to that friend more. Not me. I'd have been like, girl, she tripping. You'd have been like, yeah, girl, you can't, because JoJo see that shit. She gonna be like, no, you wouldn't. Um, but it, but it, but that's how you kind of break the curses, anyway, and the curses and the and fucking what's his name? What's the horrible's name? Excuse me. Who did Get Out? Excuse the guy who did Get Out, Jordan Peele. The, his influence oh, yeah. with those two girls and their pop lock and scary <gasps> and Bopsy, they oh stressed me out. God. They were the scariest part of the whole thing. But they were fucking dancing, nigga. Like <laughs> they were dancing. No, they were beautiful, but they were stressful. Oh, his that was all Jordan Peele. I said those are the scariest, most thorough ass. Oh, fucking. <laughs> and that little girl was amazing. Uh, Diana D. She, 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 yeah, we'll get into her, but she's connected to the generational curses too. Yeah. And she, she had an anger and a refusal and a resistance and a no mercy, like taking no motherfucking prisoners. Like, not me, not me, not today. She was mm. not, she was not, she was not here for it. Like the next generation of being like, Mm-mm, you got the wrong one, and she was just filled with an anger that I that I thought was a um, uh, the, interesting. The uh, Misha said that that character was actually a boy in the book. Misha changed her to be a girl because she said that um, too o- like not too often, excuse me, but we talk a lot about violence against black boys, but we don't talk enough about violence against black girls. Mm-hmm. and how we needed to see that and how we needed to see and the, and the young actress talks I forgive me I don't know her name but she talks about that role and that moment where she decided to confront Topsy and Bopsy and she was like you know and I was so impressed with her because she said you have a decision to make and you you have to come to some sort of resolution within yourself I couldn't believe this child mm-hmm. was saying this of who you want to be mm-hmm. and she was and like she was in like, that like, moment she wanted to be courageous yeah and she was going to be courageous and they had taken her voice she couldn't speak about them but then she used her skill to draw them so that someone could possibly hear her 
whether she made it out or not. And I was just like, little girl. Ooh, I couldn't even imagine. But get, let's talk about getting big. Let's talk about um, Hippolyta. Hippo motherfucking life. That was your boo. Go ahead. You were that like, I story just... arc. Yeah. That story arc was was tremendous. Of how she was this. First of all, Hippolyta is in Greek um, mythology is the daughter of the god of war Ares, and so she's a fucking fighter from the from the jump. But the character Hippolyta in Lovecraft Country is brilliant. Mm. She's a genius. She's an um, astronomy genius, apparently. And I didn't catch this, but when I read further, when she was younger, she had identified a certain star or something. But because yeah. she was a black girl, she wasn't given the credit that she was she due. She named a con- like a constellation. Yeah. And so they gave it to a white girl. So that was the first moment that she was taught like oh I I can't be great like I can't show up because I'm I'm who I am Mm -hmm. and so then she gets and I loved him she she marries George and George is the green book uh, man yeah creator of green book and he goes on these adventures he's very terrifying adventures where he finds black safe spaces for black folks to travel and she, you know, they start off and she's just sharing with him, like, I want to go. And he's like, no, nah, you got to be safe. Like, you got to play it safe. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of see her crumble there. And then he pa- he he's taken out, which was really sad for me, even though I only knew him for one fucking episode. The way their chemistry together was really sweet. But he was taken out. And so then, you know, her curiosity starts building. Her in- She starts trusting her intuition. Like, something ain't fucking right. The way my husband's gone ain't right. She starts being newsy. She finds Ori, which is like, but Ori. And I don't know if this is, was was intentional, but I know Ori for like um, African spirituality is like your highest self is like a. I don't know enough to talk about it, but I didn't know if they were they purposely connected I'm sure. those things. <laughs> I think, it but was she very finds this thing, and she's just an you know, astronomy genius. So she like figures out what this is that, and then opens up a portal to another fucking world and steps into this portal of another world where she's trapped for a moment and she can't get out until she learns how to name herself. And she's like guided by this Afro (laughs) robot, Afro futuristic (laughs) robot queen bitch. I was like, so she just starts to name herself. And so she names herself, you know, Josephine Baker's dancer. And she ends up in Paris. And she's a background dancer for Josephine Baker. And she discovers, you know, this wild sexual part of herself that she, like, had never, was never able to experience. And then she starts talking to Josephine about how she's always had to shrink and how she fucking has to shrink with white people. She want to kill the motherfucker sometime. And, like, she just starts seeing all these patterns in her life of, like, being small. Then she names herself... Who she named herself? I don't know. She names herself some other um, character. And she ends up a, a warrior in Africa and is trained to, like, fight. Mm-hmm. So she learns how to fight. 
And so then she fights a tribe. And then she ends up fighting. She fights Confederate soldiers. Confederate soldiers. <laughs> Yeah. And wins with this yeah. army of women. Mm-hmm. And then she names herself back to being with her deceased husband. George's and they wife. had this incredible interaction where she's like, I've been small. And you know I've been playing small. And you've been like. Oh, we've allowed it. You've allowed it. You've, you've found comfort it. in it. You found. Yeah. Like you, how, how. 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 And he admits it. And he's like, yeah, girl, like. But he apologizes, too. And she then, which was just a beautiful, I think it just unlocked and named things for me personally that I've just not known how, I've just not seen or, or seen in that way in such a beautiful symbolic mm-hmm. incredible inspiring way and then she you know names herself um her mo- the the mother of what's her her daughter who's like needs Dude. help and so then she goes back but she transforms into a fucking god like she transforms into her daughter's wildest Dreams. Dreams as well. She transforms into her daughter's idea of like what this amazing God is. And I know this sounds so strange. I hope people who haven't. Who, if um, they have not have watched, watched this, this, then they should not be listening. They, they have need no to idea what we're talking about. Like the fuck. But she just becomes more and more empowered to the to the point that she's godlike. Yeah. And she's like holding everybody down yeah. and providing the energy needed to like literally providing the energy happen. needed like literally those the energy source yeah. was in her yeah it's, it's deep her. it's layered like the energy source for that portal for <laughs> for accessing your higher self was through her Child. amazing i also really because i'm a i'm this kind of geek i was so impressed with that episode and the crew because the, what a feat they had to create, recreate Paris. They had to recreate the fucking, I don't know where she was, what country she was in, Africa. They had to recreate that shit. They had to figure out what space was from the costumes to the feel. They had so much to do in that episode. And wow, I was just like. And boy, did they do it. What a, the, 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 the the um what locations alone like i just can't even i can't it's amazing she was an incredible actress too i just love everybody was acting their fucking asses off everybody was in there acting acting they came to play they did um who was your favorite character wait i just want to say are we not there yet I, i just one more thing um or two more things uh that character of Yahima, she was short-lived because Montrose killed her ass. But Yahima was the kind of gender neutral. She was both genders. She, I'm saying she, but because she was, she looked like a woman, but she had both the penis and a vagina, breasts. Um, And she was who Titus stole this magic from. They taught it. She taught Titus to help him. And he stole it from her. I'm confused now. I don't remember. Yes, you have to watch that. The Korean girl? No. No, no, no. 
This was a girl when they when they were on the the like kind of treasure hunt, and they got on that like they finally got Titus's papers, uh-huh. and it was a girl that kind of came alive. And Montrose killed her at the end of the episode. Okay. Yes. She was representative of what? Of course, of course, indigenous Americans who were here, who taught mm. Europeans and white folks how to cultivate this land that gave them fucking, I don't know, ancient medicine, all kinds of shit. And then we co-opted it or they co-opted it and killed them. And it was just like, oh my God. It, she was short-lived, but what an opportunity. Um to tell that story and to make sure that that was in there. But I do want to say, I forget her name. Why am I forgetting her name? But the Korean woman, the wolf, the the fox, the fox. Yes. I, I love thought, that scene. I love people didn't like the Korea episode. I love I, that. Oh, my, Oh, <laughs> my oh. light died. My light was it. Bitch. Wow. Okay. There's a time limit on that. Um, I love that episode, and I also think that maybe we didn't connect with it as much because so many people I was reading online who are from, I want to say, especially Asian descent, but like cultures where like you are born to honor your parents and like the fact that she was doing all of this for her mother in order to be accepted by her mother, like she killed, uh, she fucked and killed a hundred men. <laughs> like girl, that is a lot of work. And, um, she was just so interesting. And, and, and beautiful. the idea of two things existing at once. Oh, I love Having it. this beautiful woman, but also her being this killer and and having this man who was a good man but did such awful things. Yeah. Wow, what an episode. Oh, you got to see his back, his shadow. You got self. to see that all of those things oh. in that episode. It was it was so well done. And it was so brave of the of Misha to take that risk and be like, okay. I know that we've been in the 1950s. I know we've been in this world in Chicago. I know that. I know we have monsters. We're going to leave that and we're going to go to Korea and South Korea. And we're going to we're going to do a whole episode here. And and I just felt like every episode was like a mini movie. Mm-hmm. It was like a movie. Oh yeah, I love that. I it love just the way they stood yeah, on yeah. its own. Shout of like out to HBO too. Yeah, so well done. So well done. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't have anything else to say. You said what characters did, did you What was love? your favorite character? Um, I think my, my favorite still, and we didn't talk about him that much. I really loved Atticus. You loved Tick, huh? I loved Atticus. I, I just saw this tortured man. Here it go. Fucking center and men. Mm, they going to write. Um, but I just saw this tortured man who <laughs> was just trying to do his best through all of the crazy. And he had quite a character arc and, and his sacrifice at the end. He knew he was mm. going to die. He mm. knew it. I think he knew he was going to die as soon as he realized that he was the person with the bat. I think he was like, oh, this has already happened. Mm. Like, 
we're not changing anything. Like all of this happened already. This is a part of my story. And my son has got to live. Oh yeah, she's pregnant. Amazing. Journey. I was just like, oh, and I and and I think that his acting is superb. There's such there's subtleties in what he gives, and it's it's in his face, it's in his delivery. There's so much subtext. There's so much meat underneath, like the words. Are you of, a fuck? I'm so no no no. Bad, I'm saying girl. it's not even like that, but like there's. <laughs> The, there's like words on a page when you get a script and then like what he did with them. Like I would, mm-hmm. I would rewatch it and think like, okay, when he was reading that, it just read like this, but he, yeah. he turned it into this. Yeah. And I think that he came to the set with a fully formed character and that's hard mm. to do. A lot of times you'll see characters develop throughout. Like if you watch the office, for instance, none of those characters are who they are in season one. Mm-hmm. to like season 10. Like they've all developed, but he came very clear of who he was and very open to the possibilities of where he was going to go. Like his scene work is just brilliant. I just he's I was loved him. From an actor standpoint, I was like you are Jonathan. amazing. Who was yours? I told you. Yeah. Oh, did I? You told Elida. me. Yeah. Hippolyta and, and Montrose. Yeah. I really um fuck with them. and Ruby. Ruby's great too. You can't I love have I don't know. I they don't say I love them all. <laughs> except for Journey and Atticus was alright. Uh, um, she was on my nerve. And is she maybe because Journey's just always playing fifties and sixties characters. Like well, that's I think my career that was part- is civil rights, okay? That was part of Journey's thing, to or not Journey, Le- Letty's thing, is that Letty was never her full self either. It was performative. Much of who she was, the character, was performative. She was a mess on the low. Yeah, I think that she kind of shed, shed some of that in that scene where she was in the house and they were dancing, they were doing all that, and then they have sex. And then... She decides yeah. to be like, fuck it, and goes out there and fucks all those cars up. And she's just like, okay. Um, I think though At, I just want to say that ending was a bit much. I said that's the that's the no mercy like what do you mean? The way the little girl d- ends it, I said, Wow, wow, that's what are you talking intent- about? When the little girl kills the white woman. Oh, I don't feel explodes bad about her fucking that. head. I said, Whoa. She ain't that that's that that little girl got something. Well they, well when she was in the future, when her mom was like in the future, they talked about a girl with a hand like that. That was that ends up being her daughter. Her mom came and made her that fucking hand. I I think that the ending and and this is another theme of black women being the fucking hero. <laughs> I was like, shout out to black women or shout out to women, shout out to women of color, like, and them coming together. Like at the, at the very end, I, I kept thinking like this, this Korean girl is here for a reason, honey. Like, come on. She had them tails come out. She, she, they figured it on she out. She had them tails come out. Girl, she saved the day too. She did. And I just, it, it, yeah, it was interesting. That was obvious. We don't have to go into a lot of details about that. Um, hopes for next season, if there is a next like, season. 
I would be happy if this was done as well. I think it like, could be done. I know that they're in talks with HBO. Um, I don't know if I'm interested in seeing another season. I think no, that it's just a beautiful it, piece. Yeah. And that's what it is. I love that idea. Who else did that? The other piece with the black guy that saves the world. Who? Uh, HBO. Anyway, I can't black remember. Black people the saving the world? I'm so hooked on white people world, saving the world. I just I know. <laughs> been caught black up in Marvel. Sorry. Saving weird worlds. Not America. <laughs> just weird worlds. <laughs> and I honestly, I, I want, if it did come back, I would want to see Jonathan Majors back in it. I just love the character. I think he's still going to be back. I don't think they're going to. And I don't want it to be limited to like, um, you know, what is it? Uh, flashback. You know, like I want him to be oh. a part of it. So we'll uh-huh. we'll see. But um, it well, stands Misha on its has own. Said, Misha has said that they're going to be more and that there's more that's just rich with history and angles to fuck with. The possibilities are endless. Wow. We're talking about multi-universes here, niggas. Like, wow. Ain't no stopping it. So, yeah, that's Lovecraft. And that's only the surface. Girl, now, now if when you see I May Destroy You, your head's going to explode. I started watching that again, and he started having sex with the white girl and just betraying himself, and I just turned it off again. I don't know why that show deeply bothers me. And I do know why, because it's a good show, but I'm just like, nope. Oh, I can't. Click. I love that show. Off. Um, Interesting. I'm going to finish it. But it's like once a once a month I'll watch an episode, so I'll be done in like four months. Um, but yeah, watch Lovecraft, y'all. Ciao. You got anything else, Shorty? I just want to shout out Infinite Possibilities. That's all I want to say. Shout out to being weird, getting big, breaking generational curses, and being weird while you do it. You have permission. Hmm. Well said. Okay. My eyes are red. I got to go to bed. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you for listening. Also, last thing, I just got a notification that, you know, this is Trump's last day in office. We're recording on Monday. And he might pardon. Guess who he might pardon? Who was the, the, the Walmart white of all Walmart whites? But y'all don't know. There's so many. Joe Exotica. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> Shut up. CNN came through like, President Donald Trump is thinking about pardoning Tiger King's Joe Let Exotica. Let that man be free. I was like, I hate Fucking it. Fucking tigers. You know, he... I gave you my whole life. <laughs> Wait. I showed you my whole life. <laughs> do the thing, please. Do the, um, Carol. He was like, Carol Baskin. <laughs> Carol Baskin's a zoo is a piece of shit. She got 10 fucking tigers in her too. Just 10. Look, some her, her zoo looks worse than some of your backyards. <laughs> Grass is 10 feet high. I said, <laughs> Joe is killing her. Oh, God. Anyway, so you heard it here first. Shout out to Jonathan Majors and Jonathan Majors only. Girl, you better don't make me come through this fucking <laughs> screen. No, no, no. I'm Y'all gonna see fantasize. It. Now you hear it now. <laughs> so when she talks about Alan Iverson, no, no Alan, it's a pattern. That, now that is too. You going too far? What? Why ever. is your light still working? Why did mine go yes. off? I'm upset by I'm that. A superior phone and a superior computer. 
this joint won't even come off my computer. All right, I'm about to break it. All right, episode over. I hope you guys enjoyed. Some of these people mad as shit. We had a more serious episode. They was like, they was talking about dicks and hoes last week. Duality is a thing. You definitely kicked it off with some dicks and hoes. You definitely kicked it off with that um, was not ho. That was that was godly. Okay. <laughs> what I was talking about was you talk about infinite possibilities, bitch. Watch watch bitch. episode five. You better rub on the clip while you hitting <laughs> it from the front with your mouth open. With, with dog tags on your chest, gently gliding, giving me a little sound effects. <laughs> dog child, say my name. I have never felt. I've never felt like a <laughs> like a, a cougar in my life. It's just like I'm just like it's is Ma- John Matrix is is around. I know, know, but just the way I'm talking about it and how riled up I am, I'm like this baby Puma is like I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Fuck here. Those fifteen penny pack pumps. Shit, you better give it long. Sir, if daddy it ain't Jonathan, war, if it ain't Jonathan Major's veteran dick, stroke. I don't want it. Okay, you heard it here first. So please sign up for our speed dating Valentine's Day. Okay, with all that. those. Oh, <laughs> if you got the that's, that's war be veteran. All right, come on. Victory pumps. Then you need to call. <laughs> you need to email. All right, we're done. Bye. Bye. You have just heard an around away curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Sometimes I wonder what to say to you now in the soft afternoon air as you hold us all in a single death. I say, where is your fire? I say, where is your fire? You got to find it and pass it on. You got to find it and pass it on from you to me, from me to her, from her to him, from the son to the father, from the brother to the sister, from the daughter to the mother, from the mother to the child. I say, where is your fire? I say, where is your fire? Can't you smell it coming out of our past? The fire of living, not dying. The fire of loving, not killing. The fire of blackness, not gangster shadows. Where is our beautiful fire that gave light to the world? The fire of pyramids. The fire that burned through the holes of slave ships and made us breathe. The fire that made guts into chitlins. The fire that took rhythms and made jazz. The fire of sit-ins and marches that made us jump boundaries and barriers. The fire that took street talk and sounds and made righteous Imhotep raps. Where is your fire? The torch of life full of Nzinga and Nat Turner and Garvey and Du Bois and Fannie Lou Hamer and Martin and Malcolm and Mandela. Sister. Sister, sister, brother, 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 come, 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 catch your fire, don't kill, hold your fire, don't kill, learn your fire, don't kill, be the fire, don't kill, catch 
the fire and burn with eyes that see our souls you, walking, singing, yeah, building, mm-hmm, laughing, <laughs> learning, yes, loving, yes, teaching, mm-hmm, being. Hey, 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 young, young, young brother. Hey, 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 young, 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 young sister. Here is my hand. Catch the fire and live, 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 Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.